Asperges me, Domine isopoet mundabor, lavabis me, et supernivem de alba. Welcome to Psalms with Sinner. I'm Cole Parker. Psalm 12. How long, O Lord, wilt thou forget me unto the end? How long dost thou turn away thy face from me? How long shall I take counsels in my soul, sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes that I never sleep in death, lest at any time my enemies say I have prevailed against him. They that trouble me will rejoice when I am moved, but I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing to the Lord who giveth me good things. Yea, I will sing to the name of the Lord the Most High. The Christians of the East, along with the many Christians of the West, are accustomed to praying Psalm 12, Hebrew 13, at the canonical hour of Compline, just before retiring for the night. Throughout this prayer, there lurks the threatening presence of an enemy, symbolized in the growing darkness. Thus, as one is about to fall asleep, this psalm beseeches God that it will not be a sleep unto death. We likewise praise the Lord in this psalm for all the good things we have received during the day, that is now coming to an end. Considered simply in terms of our human needs and dispositions, this is a fine psalm to be prayed just before bed. Nonetheless, Psalm 12 leads yields a yet more ample understanding if we hear it on the lips of the Lord Jesus during the night of his agony and betrayal. That overcast night was the encroaching hour of which he said to his enemies, But this is your hour and the power of darkness. As he enters the garden on that night to do battle with the enemy, Jesus prays what may be taken as the cry of humanity itself, expelled from God's presence in that original garden where we fell to the same enemy. How long, O Lord, will you abandon me forever? How long will you turn your face away from me? To what purpose these worries in a soul, these sorrows in my heart, day and night? This was the night in which Jesus said to his disciples, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. In this exceeding sorrow of the soul, he prays to his Father, How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Look upon me and answer me, O Lord my God. Such was the petition made in the days of his flesh when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear. Hebrews 5, 7 In the enlarged darkness of the garden, Jesus awaits with prayer the return of his betrayer, the Judas described by St. John. Having received the piece of bread, he then went out immediately, and it was night. 
Truly night it was, in a dense darkness of the spirit, because Jesus, like Jacob, in contest with him, wrestling the angel, assumes humanity's place, facing the enemy, in the deeper shadows of the orchard trees, so well known to those ancient transgressors of Eden. Enlighten my eyes, he prays, lest I slumber unto death, lest my enemy ever say I have prevailed over him. The first blood of the Lord's passion, we recall, was that shed in the garden where, being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. As it was in the garden that we first fell beneath the power of darkness, entirely proper is it that the redeeming blood of our true Adam should fall first on the earth of the orchard in the shadows of the garden trees, those dear and lovely trees whose fruit he told us we might freely eat. His blood puddled on the very ground where we condemned his gracious trees, and where the earth had been cursed, and where the ancient serpent was condemned to crawl across on his belly. The Lord's Prayer concludes in tones of his final victory over these ancient enemies of the race. Those who vex me will exult if I should be shaken, but I have hoped in your mercy. My heart will rejoice in your salvation. I will chant to the Lord so generous to me, and I will sing to the name of the Lord Most High. What is described in Psalm 12, then, is the Lord's struggle with Satan, sin, and death. Nor is it entirely proper that Christians should retire for the night without giving thought to him who contended with the powers of darkness on their behalf and thus brought to pass their return to paradise. Every night has something about it of Gethsemane and the dark salvific drama that unfolded amidst the, the witnessing trees. That nocturnal engagement of Jesus in the garden is repeated, too, in the souls of those who he has reconciled to God, for they also are summoned to the bearing of his cross, warring against the devil and sin and death. Jesus' persistence in the combat is held out to, the, to our study emulation. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 3 and 14. Ave Maria, gracia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, e benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc den in hora motis nostre. O mi Jesu, demita nobis debitat nostra, libra nos ebiene inferni, e padugin celum omnes enamas, presertam mias massa mendigentes, in misericordia tua. Mea culpa, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa. Gloria Patria et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicur erat in principio et nunc et semper, et in saecula saeculorum. In nomine Patris et Filii Spiritus Sancti. Amen.